What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Regan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but that in itself is a flaw. It's my goal with the show to bring you the people and the information to help you with the nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. We got a doozy today. Shit's gonna be fire. That's always fire. If I if I'm on the mic, it's always fire. Which is every episode. If you guys couldn't pick up what I'm laying down here today, I really do have a good one. Um, I want to talk about fat loss, and I want to provide people with some information about this shit. That can help you help give you a reason behind some of the shit that I say a lot. That if you maybe have a coach of your own or if you're struggling and like you know like one thing I've learned is people know this shit, they just choose to ignore it. Um everybody knows like if you wanna lose weight, you gotta lose fat. Kind of the same thing. A little bit, but not really. You need to burn more calories than you're consuming. You need to move more and eat less. You need to eat real whole foods um and a lot of people understand this a lot of people know you need to be sleeping well you need to be eat, drinking water uh people get it i think i think the majority of people get it the issue is people don't apply it and and this is why i actually had a friend uh, i had i have a friend somebody who challenges me on a regular basis about like just the, my viewpoints and I and this is something that always came back in our conversations like like why do you need to know why you need to do it like if you know it works just do it and I've never been like that I've been an analytical person my whole life and I never actually realized this until recently but having the information to understand why I'm doing what I'm doing has always made what I'm doing easier and that's part of what I want to provide with the podcast and with things like this, and especially when I can go deeper into it, one, I get to learn more. And two, it's like that whole saying of like, you learn more, you you learn more when you teach or something like that. It's so true. I when I talk about this stuff and educate people on it, like I learned so much just from hearing myself say it. So today, I want to talk about fat, I want to talk about fat loss. And we have a couple of different questions we're going to talk about when it comes to this. Like we're going to be talking about like what is fat, the different types of fat, because there are different types. Uh, it's something I just learned more recently. Um, how do we store it? How do we burn it? How do we use it as energy? And uh, what was that last question? I don't know. Flipping through my notes now, I got to figure it out. Oh, like how do you maximize fat loss? Again, that this is where everybody's going to understand this shit, but I'm going to go deeper into it. So, what is fat? Well, the scientific technological tech not, maybe not technological the technical term is adipose tissue um but you know our fat is essentially just cells and these cells are held together by the fat and these cells uh come we all have different amounts of these fat cells and it's genetically determined that doesn't mean it's genetically sealed it just means it's genetically determined so your genetics will determine how many you are starting with water time Oh, that was so good. I don't know why that water just hit differently there. Um, you know, we do, I don't know how to actually phrase this. Like I, I want to say destroy and recreate 
cells, these fat cells throughout our lifetime. But I don't know if that's the right way to phrase it. But just understand that we do lose some and then we do gain some over the course of time. You're like, what's actually happening here is if you are gaining weight, these cells are getting bigger. If you're losing weight, they are, are shrinking. And we're going to go in deeper into that. But you know, what is fat? Like, what does it even do in the body? Um, I heard Sean Stevenson say this, I just finished his book, like last month called Eat Smarter. Really good book, I think everybody should check it out. And it would probably make my job a little bit more in extinct, which is fine with me. But I finished it up. And I learned a lot from it, especially about fat loss, and just how, like the role of everything when it comes to it. But you know, fat is it's essentially an organ. It's it's all interconnected throughout our, our body. Like it's not it's not just it's not just a thing that we burn off. You know, we don't even really burn it off because like I said, it's cells, right? So these cells get filled up with more fat and then they lose fat depending on what you're doing with your body and stuff like that. And he even referred to them as fat communities, which I found fascinating. And you'll understand that a little bit more soon because we're gonna go into the different types. This may be a two parter. I don't know how long this is gonna take me. I don't know what kind of rabbit hole I'm gonna go down. But like, what, what does fat do? What is it? You know, we have fat that it helps keep us alive. It insulates our body. It's necessary. That's why like people talk about bodybuilding not being a healthy thing long term because getting down to sub five, sub six percent body fat is not healthy for you. You need fat um, to keep you alive, to keep you insulated. Not even just that. We have fat soluble fat 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 soluble vitamins and the fat is required to transport these vitamins throughout our body. So you got vitamin A, E, K, uh, vitamin D, um, some minerals that require the same thing, hormones. Hormones are, oh my God, if you are not consuming enough fat and your hormones are out of whack, you just figured out why the fuck you're not losing weight. Your hormones are so fucking important when it comes to fat loss, I can't even emphasize this a month, a month enough. You know, we have anabolic and catabolic hormones that's why testosterone is so big. It's an anabolic hormone. It will it will allow you to burn more fat just by having the presence of in your body. That's why bodybuilders get super fucking jacked and have a ridiculous amount of muscle. And why they're allowed to they can maintain that is because they're they're more anabolic a lot of time. So fat is important for fat soluble vitamins and the transportation of them to keep us insulated for hormones and, and, and production, the production of them uh, to communicate through our body, our neurotransmitters need it. Our I think our brain is like a I don't remember. It's a lot. A good percentage of it is fat. I mean, it's water too, but fat. And fat plays a huge role in regulating our immune system. You know, with COVID, all the shit going on in the world. If you have a compromised immune system and you are decreased, like this is why I can't get behind the vegan movement anymore and the 90-10-10 or whatever, 80-10-10 shit where they're like low fat. No, fuck that shit. You need to be eating fat. You need to be consuming good quality sources of it because it's important. It really fucking is um, with COVID and stuff like that. Compromised immune systems are fucking people, which is why this shit is running rampant. And having um, a good sources of fat in your diet to help regulate your immune system is important. So what are the different types? All right. I said there's different types. There's different types, right? So let's talk about it. We have, I guess, six different types. Um, we have subcutaneous fat, we have visceral fat, um, we have intramuscular fat, and then we have brown, white, and beige fat, and the subcutaneous and visceral fat and the intramuscular fat would fall under the colored categories. But uh, let's let's get into all of them, right? So fat, the different types 
by Tyler E. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't come up with this shit. I didn't under, I didn't, I just researched it. So what is subcutaneous fat? What a big word. I sound fancy saying it. Um, subcutaneous fat is the fat that is stored under our skin. It's, uh, you break down the word subcutaneous. That's kind of what breaks down sub underneath cutaneous, which is, I think our skin or molecules of our skin or something like that. Uh, if you go to pinch your fat, that's what you're feeling is the subcutaneous fat. It's normal. You know, we need it, but too much can really fuck up your hormones. That's why people who are morbidly obese, their hormones are fucked. And same thing with people who don't have enough fat on their body. It's why their hormones get fucked up. So it's a thing. Sorry. I don't know why my mic does that from time to time. I still haven't been able to figure out. I think it's time just to invest in a new one. Not the point. Visceral fat. What is that? It sounds, actually, it kind of sounds cool. Where's your visceral fat at, bro? Um, the visceral fat is what a lot of people uh, refer to as belly fat. It stores around our major organs and can be extremely dangerous when there is a shitload of it. Again, why being obese or being fat is not good. <laughs> I was actually just talking to a friend about this the other day about like the body, wait, body positivity movement and fat acceptance shit and it's like look i'm all for people being happy with themselves and if you're i guess if you're happy being morbidly obese cool but people want to have you know i'm not even gonna get into it because it's gonna go into down the rabbit hole and i don't want to make this longer than it has to be so it doesn't matter um yeah if it stores of this visceral fat stores around your major organs you get become obese like it, it can be dangerous that's why it, it like storing a lot of this fat the visceral fat um really 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 i can't emphasize this enough i can't i i i just can't it increases your risk for major diseases like type 2 diabetes cardiovascular disease stroke and things like that because your organs cannot function properly with all of this fat surrounding them the visceral fat is usually thicker oh, or uh, how do i how do i want to phrase this it's firmer to the touch so if you feel your fat and it's not like flabby, but it's firm, that's visceral fat. And that, my friends, can be an issue. And I'm not saying this to scare anybody. I'm not saying this to, uh, being an, to be an asshole. I'm saying this because it's fucking dangerous. Okay, cool. Now that we got that out of the way. Intramuscular fat. What is that? It sounds kind of cool. Or at least that's what I thought. And, and it still does. Like intramuscular fat. Yo, bro, you got your inch. No, this is going to sound cool intramuscular how do i make this sound cool i don't know it just sounds cool to me um intramuscular fat provides energy for the muscles and if you want to think about how this looks just think of like the marbling of a steak this is what sean stevenson said in this oh sorry excuse me in his book so i've never actually looked at it i'm taking his word for it i do trust him he's a very smart man uh it's kind of what it looks like the the marbling of a steak so you know, I, I can't emphasize enough, fat isn't bad, it's necessary, but too much of it can be even intramuscular fat. Um, our body will utilize fat as energy in the absence of carbohydrates or glycogen. However, um, the reason, one of the reasons, there's many reasons, one of the reasons that obesity is so high and, and people are becoming overweight, among other things, because, you know, exercise, diet, those things play a role, is their bodies. Um, because of hormone production being out of whack, their bodies can't burn fat the way they're supposed to. So it's a thing. And now I said there's other types of fat, right? Brown, white, and beige fat. Now all those fats I just mentioned, subcutaneous, visceral, and intramuscular, are all uh, types of white fat. Um, a lot of the visible fat we see on our bodies is white fat. Um, 
it can be it stores as energy for later so like i said if you if you want to like when people talk about burning fat like that is literally it like you are burning fat as energy but if your body can't isn't capable of it you're never going to you know you know what i mean you need to get your fucking heart. this is but this is why sleep drinking water getting your diet in order is so important for losing fat because if you want to lose fat but your hormones are out of whack because you're not sleeping, you're not drinking water, your diet's not right, but you're doing a fuck ton of cardio, it's never going to look the way you want it to. You may, you'll probably lose, if you're in enough of a calorie deficit and you're f just doing ridiculous amounts of cardio, sure, you're gonna lose weight, but it's not gonna look the way you want, want it to. You need to get some resistance training in you, you need to get some fucking food, and you need to drink water and sleep. Um. So white fat is also found under the skin. It surrounds our organs. Like, like I said, the visceral fat, stuff like that. It's a normal thing. Like having fat surrounding our organs is important. It keeps them insulated. It protects them, you know? But again, too much of it is, is where the issue lies. Um, and again, white fat is important. for. It's required. I shouldn't say it's important. It's required for hormone function. Not just like production or anything like that, but the function of it. Then we have brown fat. Now this one fascinates me because if the more brown fat you carry on, the on your body, the more fat you will burn as energy because brown fat contains a large amount of mitochondria. And if you know what mitochondria is, you know it's like the powerhouse of the cell. It's what provides us with energy. It's pretty cool, man. Apparently we, we, we as humans, um, we have more on our body as children it helps heat us up and helps regulate our temperature. But as we get older, we start to lose it and we carry more around like our collarbone and, and neck area. Um, so mostly in babies, you'll you'll find it, but we, we do retain some. And it's so it's believed that through diet and exercise, a good diet and exercise, and through, what do they, they call it? Cold therapy that we can actually produce more of it. Now, I don't, I think, I think they're still studying this, so don't quote me on that. I think it's pretty cool, so I, I'm gonna start using my life as a test subject. I, there's no way to prove if, I, if I'm producing more of it. But it doesn't matter because it's fascinating. Brown fat, really intriguing shit. I can't wait to hear more research about this. And then we have the beige fat, like I said. It functions somewhere in between um, brown and white fat and it also has the ability to heat us up but not as much as brown fat so it's like just kind of like in the middle and again it's all necessary it's all important um, so then like how does fat get stored um, or like what even is stored fat that you know we, we kind of know what it is um, how, how does it all happen well again we got cells and these cells contain fat um, they become filled when we consume too much, we're not burning calories, we're not burning energy, we keep consuming, 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 our body can only handle so much, it stores it as fat, fills up the fat cells, they expand, and then that's when weight gain happens. So there, like, there literally is a why behind everything, which is why your why is so important about your fitness journey. Doesn't matter though. Actually, it does. It definitely does. But um, now, if your body is being forced to use reserve fat as energy, i.e. you're trying to lose weight, the cells will in fact shrink and you will begin to lose weight and burn fat. Um, now, how does this happen? Well, this is what happens through our metabolism. Our metabolism is, by definition, a chemical process that converts fat molecules into energy. Now, how does it do that? 
That's a great question, Tyler. I'm gonna answer it. It break down. It breaks down. Oh, wake up, sorry. Um, it breaks down triglycerides into glycerol and fatty acids. Now, what are triglycerides? Well, triglycerides are how our body stores fat. Um, and when we our body breaks down these triglycerides, it wants to turn them into glycerol and fatty acids to use as uh, what do you call it? Energy. This is all absorbed by the liver, kidneys, and muscles until breakdown by the chemical process occurs. So there's a process to this, right? You know, when the fat cells um, expand, we gain weight. When the fat cells shrink, we lose weight. More, we're using the fat as energy in the body through our metabolism, that chemical process that converts the fat molecules into energy through the breakdown of triglycerides, how our body stores the fat. So you consume fat, your body breaks it down and stores it in the body as triglycerides. We can then use that later as fuel when it's converted into fatty acids or glycerol. So we know, okay, I'm actually making good time on this. Dope. Okay, so we know what fat is and kind of what it does. We have, uh, you know, we know what the different types are. We know that some of them are dangerous. We all know that we know they're important. We know we need fat. It's important for a lot of things. So then, and, we, and, then, and then we now we know like how fat gets stored, like what's going on there. Now, dun, 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 dun. how the fuck do you maximize fat loss? Well, my friends, this is the part where I think you all probably know this. You gotta burn more calories than you're consuming. But it's not even just about that because there's other factors when it comes to this. Calories in versus calories out is important. I don't wanna get away from that, but the quality of your food matters. Um, movement fucking matters. You know, exercise is important, yes, but like, what you like? Okay, let's break this down. If you work out seven days a week, and it doesn't have to be resistance training, let's just say you do you you carve out an hour of day every day for some type of movement. That is seven hours a week. Okay, there are one hundred and sixty-eight hours in a week. That I don't I, I don't you know what? I'm gonna do the math right now just because i want to prove my point further seven five by one sixty eight that is four percent of your fucking week spent moving what are you doing with the other 96 percent of your week are you moving or are you sitting on your ass do you sit a lot at work do you move around a lot at work how much movement are you doing that four hours that four percent a week is nothing in the grand scheme of things that's why you need to increase your need now i've made an episode about this before I have talked about this before. What is your need? Your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. It's just a fancy way of saying the shit you do outside of exercise. Outside of your scheduled exercise, it's the movement that occurs outside of your scheduled exercise. You've got to fucking increase that shit. Um, I read a study. This was a couple months ago now, so I can't remember who it was by, where it was, or anything like that. But if you increase your knee, you can burn upwards, not saying that you will, but you can, it's possible, burn upwards to 2,000 extra calories a fucking day. That is a huge difference. When you exercise, you, look, your Apple Watch might tell you 500 calories, but you're probably lucky if it's three. So you need to move more. And then you also need to do resistance training. Like I just can't emphasize that enough. People don't understand this. Cardio is fucking pointless. Not really. There's benefits to it. Like it for healthy lifestyle stuff. It's important. But if you if your if your ultimate goal is fat loss, 
you have to be lifting weights because the more lean body mass you put on, the more energy that will be required for your body to maintain that. Therefore, you will be in a bigger calorie deficit, but you should also probably be increasing your food more, which leads me to the next point. The food quality fucking matters. It matters so much. What you eat matters. Like I, I will, uh, there's gotta be a way to make those little water insertions better. Anyway, food matters guys. It really does. I will argue with anybody till the black in the face that if you eat 2000 calories of fucking cupcakes, expecting to lose weight, you probably will. Like if you're in a calorie deficit, I suppose at 2000 calories is your calorie deficit. But the quality of your food absolutely matters. Even the macronutrients you decide to eat, like the percentages matter because there's a thing called the thermic effect of food. And I've talked about this before on the podcast. I don't know when though. Holy shit. I've been doing this for like a year and a half now. I mean, the last six months has been a little inconsistent, but a year and a half all the same, which is kind of cool. So the thermic effect of food um, essentially is the increase in the metabolic rate after ingestion of a meal. Now, if you're, oh, uh oh, hold on, where is it? Where I got my little outro coming up soon. Uh, don't want that to play. Anyway, th- uh, yeah, you're increasing your metabolic rate after ingestion of a meal. Um, this matters, and and this is why people really go hard on uh, prioritizing protein. I get it a lot more now, and it's so funny because you have like. This is why I think it's super important for people to branch outside of their like diet framework. If like for me as an example, when I first went vegan, I only followed vegan doctors and they're like, you know, 80, 10, 10, 80% carbs, 10% fat, 10% protein. It's all you need, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, sure. They're talking about the overconsumption of protein, I guess. Um, but like they're, they're, they all cherry pick. Let me just say that. If you go and follow a keto guy, he's going to tell you shit that's going to prove his point more. That's why you have to take a wide variety of information and see what works for you because this shit is not a one size fits all. Um, because when it comes to the thermic effect of food, when we consume whatever it is, there's a certain percentage of each macronutrient that is required to burn energy to consume that. So let me rephrase this. When you, if you eat, if you consume a 20, 20 grams of a protein, if you take a, a protein shake after a workout and you got 20 grams of protein in there, and that's, let's just say that's it for argument's sake, 20 to 30% of those calories are going to be required to consume that protein shake. And then probably some, cause it's processed or and then you're not some, but maybe a little bit less because it's processed what I mean. So when it comes to the thermic effect of food, protein has the highest thermic effect of all, all the three macronutrients, meaning 20 to 30% of protein is required to break down that protein because protein is wound up in these tightly, these tight, how do I want to phrase this? Protein is wound up in the nine essential amino acids very tightly. So the body has to break that down and then consume the, the amino acids. So it's a little bit more challenging for the human body to do that. So protein has the highest stomach effect because of that, which is why people are really huge on prioritizing protein. Theoretically, your body will need more energy to break the protein down on top of that. It keeps you satiated and we're gonna get into that. 
Then there's carbs. Carbs have a five to ten percent thermic effect, and then fats are zero to three percent. So you can like I'm not like no macronutrient is bad, and I can't stand what people demonize one or the other. But you can see the difference there. There's a there's um, there's a fucking ten times difference between fat and protein. Protein at at the low end requires more calories to be burned in the process of digesting the food than carbs. On the low end, twice as much. High end, three times as much. No, high end, six times as much. So there's a difference there. So figure out what works for you, yo. You know, when I was I was doing research for this, I came across a study from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, and I'll put some of this stuff in the show notes if you guys want. Um, but protein also increased satiety. It increased, again, thermogenesis, like I said, which is the thermic effect food. And then it helped with the maintenance of fat-free mass. And like I said, the more lean body mass you carry, the more energy will be required for your body to maintain homeostasis, to maintain what it has. So you'll be able to eat more food to maintain what you have. You'll also be able to eat more food to lose the fat that you have. Okay? Okay. So we talked about the neat, the thermic effect of food. This shit matters. Okay? Now, let's talk about drinking your motherfucking water for a second because I can't stand you motherfuckers that make me want to rip my hair out. You have to drink water. One, your body's like 60% fucking water. How do you expect it to function properly when the one thing that you can be consuming that's, I think, virtually free um, and your body's made up of 60% of it, you're not consuming and yet you expect your body to function properly when 60% of what it's made up of, you could be consuming, but you're not. What do you expect to happen? I'm serious. Answer me now. I'm just kidding. You can't. Um, Water is also a natural appetite suppressant. It helps remove waste from your motherfucking body. Yo, I'm just saying, if you're backed up, if you're backed up and you're not drinking water, you got an issue. You should... You should, you should drink some water. It's going to help with that shit. That's why we pee stuff out, yo. When we overconsume protein, you will pee the amino acids out. If you overconsume B vitamins, you will pee it out. Water is also necessary for fat. Without that, the body can't metabolize stored fat, meaning your body cannot use that stored fat and, and carbohydrates for that matter. Without water, your body cannot utilize the stored fat to burn fat, to burn it off. And here is why. I'm glad you asked, Tyler. Well, fat metabolism is called lipolysis. And the first step in lipolysis is a, is a process called hydrolysis. The fancy words don't matter. What matters is this. When, when, when water interacts with the triglycerides, we mentioned that earlier, the way fat is stored in the body, to create those glycerol and fatty acids. That, I mean, I'm sorry. So when hydrolysis is the process of water interacting with triglycerides to create the fatty acids, which is when our body will utilize the fat as fuel. Okay, so if we don't have water in our system, our body can or the water, the water that would be in our system cannot interact with the fatty acids and the glycerol to burn the fat. So you need fucking water. Okay, water break. I can feel the fat melting off my body as we speak. Maybe I will cut this into two. These are the questions I have to answer. And then here's a couple other fun facts for you for why you need to drink more water. 55 to 65% of the human body is made up of water. 
70% of your muscle is made up of water. Water gives your brain electrical energy for all the brain's functions, your thoughts, your memories, etc. And then on top of that, your brain is made up of 75% water. What? What? Without water, our brain begins a shortage of neurotransmitters, which send signals throughout our body. There's a specific neurotransmitter called acetylcholine, which is responsible for the production or which is responsible for voluntary muscle contractions. So think about this right now, hold your arm out, think about a bicep curl. If you have acetylcholine transmitting, um, what do you call it, neurons throughout your body, you can do this shit, but if you don't, you can't. Water's so fucking important, guys, especially for fat loss, especially for fat loss. So guys, I'm gonna wrap it up there. I think I got all, I think I got it all out. I think I got it all out. Guys, if you took anything from this episode, please drop a rate and review on iTunes. Share this with a friend. Share it on social media. Tag me. Anything you can do to help me grow the show would be very much appreciated. And I will see you motherfuckers in the next episode. <gasps> Peace. That was aggressive. <laughs>